0: I think it's a huge waste of time and resources to spend effort running on a treadmill and counting Weight Watchers points and buying special pre-made food just because you want to fit into a smaller pair of jeans. But if you're doing something that saves you time and it saves money and it improves your energy and your cognition, like that's actually an investment worth making. <laughs>
1: Welcome to the Simplified Organization podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing our homes and family life cheerfully to the glory of God. We can actually enjoy housework and love being homemakers when we focus on truth and work with gratitude. I'm Misty Winkler, a homemaker, homeschool mom, and author of the new book, Simplified Organization, Learn to Love What Must Be Done. I write and podcast at Simply Convivial and run Convivial Circle, a community helping women to excel at homemaking and do life cheerfully. And today I'm joined by my friend, Leslie Taylor. Oh, Leslie is a stay at home mom and grandma to seven. So is that seven, it's not seven kids, grandkids. seven grandkids, seven, seven grandkids, yeah. Nice. Yes. <laughs> a health writer for Substack and a health coach. She is passionate about helping people regain their health in ways that are simple, inexpensive, and life-changing. So thank you so much for joining me today, Leslie. Yeah, it's great to be here. So tell us a little bit about what you have going on in your life these days, just to kind of set the stage for our conversation.
0: Sure. So I still have a pretty pretty full family life, even though my three oldest kids are married. Um, But a high schooler still lives at home and a freshman in college still lives at home. Um, So just going to sports events and having friends over and all that great stuff. Um, I also do quite a bit more food from scratch than I used to just because when you start reading about health, then all of a sudden it's like time to get stuff cleaned up a little bit, but I'm very much a one at a time kind of person rather than like completely going in through the pantry and throwing everything away. I'm more like, okay, let me start making more sourdough bread. And that way we're not getting so many preservatives from the store-bought bread. So I just kind of started with one thing at a time and started cleaning up our diet a bit. Um, I make my own bone broth. Yesterday I made my own beef tallow. Um, You know, we bought a whole cow. So now I have to learn how to cook all these different kinds of meats. So part of my health writing and my, you know, health coaching is doing stuff for my own family. So Mm -hmm. that takes a lot of my time, but I love doing it. And I also just want to say all that stuff sounds so overwhelming when you hear someone else do it, but once you get in the habit of it, it's literally like, take out your sourdough starter. And in five minutes, I have it rising, you know, in a, in bread. So once you get to doing it, then you, it really does take as much time. So, yeah. Yeah. It's when it's new that it is overwhelming. (laughs) Mm Yeah. Yeah. But just you know, sticking some bones into a pot of water and letting them boil for 24 hours—it just doesn't take that much time. It's just <laughs> or the habit of buying, knowing where to buy them, and you know things like that. So yeah. right. Yep. So so lots more homemaking than I even used to do, but lots of fun.
1: Well, that's a fun, like, just vision forward for a lot of our ladies who probably can't imagine, like, oh, after the kids are gone, what mm-hmm. kind of homemaking is there to do? So.
0: Yeah. Fun peak. Yeah. yeah. It's it's fun. I really enjoy doing it. So yeah.
1: So on your Substack, mm-hmm. you write about mostly about intermittent fasting is the main staple. So and then kind of tangents along the way. Yeah. So tell us how you got into doing intermittent fasting yourself.
0: Okay. Well, I've always been interested in science, but I really got interested in this idea that God made the human body to heal on its own and often without drugs. And once I started learning about that, I was like, oh my goodness, I have to spread the word. It's the most interesting thing in the world to me, um, just to learn about healing and how God made the body. Um, But I first heard about intermittent fasting actually back in 2016, Um, my sister was doing it. I needed to lose quite a bit of weight back then, But I just kind of tried doing it on and off and didn't lose any weight over the course of several years, just because nobody gave me really clear marching instructions about this is exactly how you do it. And it turns out that the details really do matter. And one of the worst things that can happen for someone in regards to IF is that they can hear a snippet about it, go home and try it. And then they feel like, oh, I tried that and it didn't work because they didn't get all the information right exactly from the beginning. Um, so there was a lot of starts and stops for me and a lot of failure. And so then that made me realize, like if other people are gonna be successful, they really need someone to like point them in the direction, right direction and say go. Mm-hmm. And ever since I started doing that with people, they've had like m- immediate success Um, and when I say immediate success, I don't mean that they lost all their weight immediately, but I mean, they immediately began to be successful losing weight and started to feel better right away instead of it taking them like five years of like starting and stopping. (laughs) So, um, and kind of what I had a wake up call in January of 2022, when my dad passed away from complications, heart complications to type two diabetes, Um, And I had pre-diabetes and I was the exact age he was when he was diagnosed. So I just thought, okay, it's time for me to do this fasting thing for real. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started reading about all the health benefits. And that's when I was like, oh my goodness, the God created the human body to heal on its own. And it can do so much more. We can do so much more fasting than any of the best medications that, um, the drug industries ever come up with, especially when it comes to something like diabetes, of course, when you talk about acute care, like if someone has pneumonia, of course, I'm not going to tell them to fast instead of taking antibiotics. But, um, when you're talking about chronic disease, there's, there's a lot that can be done. Um, and when I started, I hadn't read really about intermittent fasting because I thought it was too basic for anybody to need to read a book. It's like, you just don't eat. Why do I need to read a book about not eating? (laughs) And I really like to read like hardcore science and I don't like to feel overwhelmed when I'm reading. So I was like, I'm not going to read a book about not eating. Um, And then all of a sudden when I finally realized I did need to read, I was like, this is the most fascinating research in the world. So the spoiler alert is that I lost 45 pounds, um, eight inches off my waist. I completely reversed my prediabetes to the point if people track their numbers, there's something called an A1C, which just tracks your average blood sugar over three months and mine is minus 5.0, which is like so much lower than the average person's. And the reason why I mentioned that is because sometimes doctors say that diabetes can't be reversed. And so not only did I reverse it, it's like way lower mm-hmm. um, than the average person. I stopped having migraines that i had for 25 years. I had gastritis, and I had something called interstitial cystitis, and they're all gone. I think the gastritis I means stomach inflammation. It was from being on so many medications for all the other things that were going on. So, so my entire life changed, and I just was like, okay, I got to tell people. So that's the story. Yeah,
1: awesome. So I know I've had weight loss on my list of annual goals, off and on, mm-hmm. mostly on for many, many years. And yeah. often I've just given up on it and felt like it takes too much energy to keep up with yeah. and with not enough payoff yeah. in doing it. So it's like one of the most common goals to get discouraged on. Yeah. And to even wonder, like, does it even really matter at all? Should I mm-hmm. even care how much I weigh? Yeah. Uh, so what are your thoughts on when or how much we should care or just roll with it when there is so much else that we're trying to do. Yeah. When or why should weight loss be on our radar and worth addressing?
0: Yeah, that's such a great question. And I'm so glad you asked it because I think that how a person answers this question determines whether or not you will be successful in losing weight. And what right before that whole story, um, right before 2022, I had I was about 45 pounds overweight and I had tried several different diets over the years um, and lost some weight, but then gained it all back. And sometimes I gained back even more. Uh And I thought to myself, why am I doing this? If the end result is that I'm even heavier and I can't stick with it. And I had just previously decided that I wasn't gonna diet anymore. I was like, I'm just gonna be 180 pounds and that's what I'm gonna be. And I'm gonna be happy there. Um, It really was health that made me Change my mind. And, um, I think that the more superficial a, gr- a person's reason is for one to lose weight. Like for instance, you just want to p- fit into a smaller pair of jeans, the more likely you are to scrap the weight loss plan when the going gets tough. And the reason is because you are the most important person that you need to convince mm-hmm. of the importance of this plan. And if you know, deep down inside that you're only doing it for vanity, Then you're not going to be able to respect that reason when you all of a sudden get hungry and you're like, wait, why am I doing this? Oh, I'm doing this for vanity. Well, then let's scrap the whole thing, you know, (laughs) but when a doctor actually, I heard a doctor say online, like fasting is your medical treatment and it's actually very dangerous to have extra fat around your middle is inflammatory. It causes heart disease. It causes your blood pressure to go up. Of course, I had also migraines and a bunch of other stuff. But then I was like, Oh, okay. Um, I'm going to stick with this because it's going to make me better able to serve my family. It's going to make me have more energy. You you know, there are a lot of things. There are a lot of reasons. Now, having said that, I do want to say that sometimes people start fasting for really vain reasons and they end up sticking with it because of the health reasons. So For example, I have a friend who's in her seventies who lives here in town. I did two coaching sessions with her, which was all she needed to be launched. And she went on to lose 25 pounds, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it was all like around the middle, which is kind of the dangerous place to gain weight. But now that she's lost that weight and at maintenance, she told me the other day that she feels better than she's ever felt in her entire life. Wow. Like she told me that she feels better than when she felt when she was 20 years old. And she's in her 70s and people tell me things like that all the time like energy clarity of mind um reduced carb cravings you know just sluggish brain sluggishness all that kind of stuff changes and so those are the reasons that you want to lose weight not because what you look like so just kind of to wrap up i think it's a huge waste of time and resources to spend effort running on a treadmill and counting Weight Watchers points and buying special pre-made food just because you wanna fit into a smaller pair of jeans. But if you're doing something that saves you time and it saves money and it improves your energy and your cognition and you get sick less often, like that's actually an investment worth making. So, yeah.
1: That's so true. So I think we can touch maybe really quickly on like what kind of intermittent fasting you do or would recommend just because I think like when I first heard about it, it's like, wait a second, not eating is going to give me more energy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It doesn't make any sense.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's a super individual process And so there's numbers that we talk about in the intermittent fasting world. So one of the common ones is 16, eight. And what the numbers mean is that you don't eat for 16 hours a day. And then you eat all of your food within an eight hour eating window. So a really simple plan would be like noon till 8 PM. That's when you eat. And then you don't eat from 8 PM till noon the next day. And that's 16 hours. Um, and that's where people start. I always want people to start there. And then, um, Some people, depending on how insulin resistant you are, and I can explain that in a second, but some people, um, for my, my husband, for instance, that's the only protocol he ever had to do. He never did any more fasting than that. Lost all his weight, um, blood pressure came down, you know, all that kind of stuff. And then other people have to, um, do longer fasts and you kind of have to figure it out as you go, but you just start there and then you kind of creep your window a little smaller. Um, one of the things that kind of gives you a clue if, somebody needs a shorter window is how much weight people have to lose. But even though I say that there are, I did have somebody who needed to lose hundred pounds um, who lost re- weight really rapidly on 168. But but sometimes people who have more weight to lose have to do um, a smaller eating window. So you just kind of figure it out. So sorry that I can't give you a one size fits all plan. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that's because it's more realistic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to pause the conversation right there and come back next week for part two of my conversation with Leslie, where she gets into some very practical ideas and recommendations for moms who want to get started with intermittent fasting. Be sure to check out the description and find the link to Leslie's Substack. I read every article she posts every week, and you can also find a download in the description For a goal tracking page that I've created where you can determine your goal break it down into action steps and track your progress if you have a goal like losing weight you have to keep it in front of your face front and center and return back to the mission that the goal is moving forward and not just the end result you're trying to achieve. And this page will help you do that. So get the free download and Leslie's Substack.